Yo, we ate it and we were like, that was the worst stuff I've ever had. And I'm like, yeah, this is unbelievable. Like, this is so bad. I couldn't even get a burger there. I just take, I just got fries and a milkshake because they didn't do lettuce. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, that's weird. And I'm like, yo, that was the worst experience of my life. And then we were like hurting for the rest of the trip. <laughs> and now it, my shoulder hurts whenever I breathe in. So I think Sonic ruined me for life. <laughs> and <laughs> it's, oh boy. It is episode 157 of Left Side Heavy, the podcast presented by Blue Wire. It's your boys, Hayden and Jevin. How's it going, my friend? Bada bing, bada boom. Oh, it is good to be back. How you doing, my how you doing, my friend? How you doing? <laughs> I'm good, man. Went to uh the gym today after work, had an amazing back day. After nice. one of the nicest shoulder workouts I think I've ever had on Saturday. So yeah, it's good. My uh actually, you know what? I want to start this off by saying on Friday, I went to this place called Summit Tools. Uh it's just by Earl's on uh Shaughnessy Street. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like all the blue collars maybe listening right now can appreciate this, but uh, I went to Summit Tools, picked up some very essential things for my cabinet making uh, journey, so yep. to say. And for what I got and the price I paid, got an absolute steal. I got four things. Uh, two of them were squares. I don't know if you know what a square is. Enlightening. It's, it's uh, it's basically like like a big. L met metal. Oh yeah, yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. Yeah, I got you. And then I got like the smaller version of that where it's like a tr- like kind of like a triangle almost. Yep. So I got those. And then I also got uh three center hole punches. So like if you're punching a or if you're drilling like a hole and you want to get like the absolute center. You get like this little bit and it's like spring loaded. So you just barely touch the tip of the uh, of your like stuff. And then yep. you drive the screw in. It's it's essential. And then I also got uh, a pry bar. That basically will last me forever. It's like a really like big industrial size pry bar. <laughs> and all of that for thirty four dollars. Wow. Yeah, so I got a steal because Summit Tools is rebranding their name. Oh, really? Because they're also a distributor as well as their own store. But other companies don't want like the the Summit Tools logos on their stuff. So they're just rebranding. And I got everything for like 80% mark off. Oh, that's unbelievable. It was sick, man. And going there... As a blue collar worker, it's like a kid in a candy shop. Yeah. It was elite. 
<laughs> did did you know that they were having the eighty percent off? Or were no, you, were I didn't. You going, you're going for it anyways, and then it just happened to. Well, I was originally just going to go there and buy like the big metal uh, square yeah. and the center punches, but then I saw that and all like their shit was on markdown, and I'm like, yes, please. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you go in for. A... It's like Sev. It's like you go in for a Slurpee and you walk out with. Two bags of chips, two monsters, a bag of Skittles, Mike and Ike's, and you forget about the Slurpee. It's like, oh, okay. Oh, well, it <laughs> yeah. came out happier than when I went in. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right. So it was just an elite Friday, elite weekend, even though there was no time for golf. You know, you just got to appreciate the rainy weekends when uh, when you can and be excited. There's a, excuse me, a long weekend coming up. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. Andy. And what about you, man? You had the nice uh, Boise trip. Yeah, I went down to Boise, Idaho. The boys were in Boise, as the, the that was a saying all weekend. Um, <laughs> the boys are in Boise. Uh, no, it was good, man. So we went down to go watch our friend Colton Keller, um, friend of the show, um, play in the ECHL, plays for the Idaho Steelheads. They are straight domination this year nice. um they're like the boston bruins um they play against they played the second place team in their central this weekend because echl since like to save money on traveling they have their schedules like baseball schedules so uh, so they just play like eight games and well like not that many but they'll series? play like like this week they played the same team like three or four times like in yeah. a row series. And I, yeah yeah so just to save money on traveling and stuff. So we went and they had a back-to-back. We went Friday to Sunday. Um, they played Friday, Saturday. Um, we left at like 5.30 our time, got there at 5 o'clock their time. No, that's not true at all. We left at 6 our time and got there at 5, um, maybe 4 our time, 5 their time. Mm-hmm. Um, and like we stopped it a couple times along the way to fill up and everything like that. Of they, course. They played Friday night. Um, we went golfing at Quail Hollow Saturday morning. They played Saturday night, and then we went golfing Sunday morning and came home. Elite. But, yeah, so it was a good trip. Lots of stories to tell, though. <laughs> so um, first one to kick the weekend off. Um, we haven't left the country yet at this point. Okay. So I... Sleep over at Evan's house. We pick Austin up at 5.30, and we're heading to the border. We get there at around 6. And we are approaching the boss man that splits the Canada and U.S. border. We are approaching him. And Austin's like, yeah, so uh, Colton's hurt. And we're like, what? He's like, yeah, he's uh, he's not playing this weekend. I'm like, the guy we're going to go play, the whole purpose of this trip, he's not playing? He's like, yep. And I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) So that's the first thing. We went down to a trip to watch our buddy play, and he wasn't playing. Bingo. Right off the bat, trips off to a hot start. Um, Yeah, so like that was kind of fucking pointless. And I was like, I mean, like, we're still already committed to the trip. Hotel's already paid for. And we get to see him. We haven't seen him in like a couple of years. So it'll still be a fun trip regardless. The road trip will be fun. 
Um, we get across no problem at all. I realize like how more laid back going into the states is than coming back into Canada. Mm-hmm. Literally mm-hmm. went in. It's like so. Uh, where are you guys going? Uh, Idaho. Why? See your buddies play hockey. All right, have a good trip. <laughs> like, that's it. They didn't ask anything. We came back into Canada on Sunday. They asked us maybe twelve questions about like why didn't you fly? Why is it? Blah, blah, blah. It's like, dude. It's it's midnight, dude. Just let us through. Okay, dude, it's we're like, tired. It's like harassment, the Canadian border. Yeah. Man. yeah, it's fucking unbelievable. But we get in. The road trip was actually like very nice. I drove the first five hours. We hit Jimmy John's elite spot, elite spot. Um, their lettuce wraps, unbelievable. Uh, great sandwich spot. 10 out of 10, in my opinion. Maybe not 10 Beauty. out of 10. That's... That's high praise. Yeah, it's high praise. Maybe like 8.4, 8. 8.4 8. out of 10. Still pretty good. That's um, good. I thought it was really good. It was, you know, when you're on a road trip, you don't want to eat like shit because you are going to be in a car and you don't want to be like having to shit your brains Having out. to shit your pants. Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy John's was a perfect like healthy meal that filled you up and you weren't going to be in trouble for the rest of the ride. Beauty. So um, that was good. Um the whole trip, we drove 10 hours, no, 20 hours in total, mm-hmm. um, under 250 Canadian in gas. So, really? yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah. So <laughs> it was, we filled up in like Linden. Yeah. That was 62 for a full tank, Canadian. Oh. Yeah. And ah. then we made it to Edinburgh, which is like the edge of Washington State into yep. Oregon. We filled up there, topped up, topped up, 27 American, don't know the conversion, to a full tank. And then that's about probably 40 something. Yeah, I was going to say like $44, something like that. So that made a, that got us to um, just outside of Idaho. Mm-hmm. We topped up there. That was like another. Maybe forty-two dollars American, so okay. around around sixty bucks Canadian again. So that's like a hundred point hundred eighty there. Also twenty-seven. Uh, was thirty-six dollars. Twenty-seven is thirty-six American. No, twenty-seven American is thirty-six Canadian. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, that's what I meant. Um, so we're about at a hundred and fifty dollars on the way there. And then we we didn't really drive much in Idaho because everything's pretty walking distance. And then we mm-hmm. just took an Uber to golf. Um, no, we took an Uber to um, Colton's place. But uh, we left Idaho with a full tank. Drove to um, I forget this I forget the spot, but we filled up in Oregon. And it was for a full tank, it was 36 American. Jesus for, Christ. For a full tank, which is probably Holy. around 50 bucks. Let's see. 36 is 48. Yeah. For a full tank. <laughs> so ah. and then and then we topped up a half tank. Um in like Edinburgh or something like that. God damn. So like around maybe two fifty Canadian, but it was like pretty much under because we never filled up filled up a full tank, which was around sixty bucks Canadian. 
That's crazy, man. Yeah. No, it was uh the probably the biggest worry of like uh worrisome of spending was gas. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And we didn't spend a lot at all. And the guys made me not spend money on gas because they were using my car. And we oh. were like we were using the Toyota Corolla out front mm-hmm. instead of my Honda. So like the Corolla's fuel efficiency was unbelievable. Unbelievable. The little V4 Corolla. It was beautiful. So the road trip was nice. All I5 405 is it was a really nice drive, actually. Um, we got there. Um, no trouble, really. Nothing really crazy happened the first night. We uh, went to this uh, Eureka spot, which is like uh, burgers and IPAs kind of thing. It's it's very good. Um, they had a gluten-free ale. It was like 7.7%. It was a nice way to start off the day. Tasted God like damn. Tasted like shit though, but it was fine. Yeah. Um yeah, no, it was it's it alcohol. Yeah, it didn't taste the best, but I, it was like my third drink after taking the whole thing off. Like I drank the uh had a couple of beers with my dad the day before mm-hmm. I left. Um, but yeah, that one was a good way to kick off the evening. Went to the game, went out afterwards, kind of bar hopped. Um, it was it was a fun evening. Um, and then we woke up, went golfing. Target golf sucks, dude. What? Target golf? Have you like where like you don't really pull out the disco stick that much, and you like? Oh, par, oh, you par, just f- par threes. No, it's like. It's a full length course. It's like six thousand yards, but what it's like, fuck? like you know, like it'll be a par four, three hundred yards, but it'll be like two sixty to drive the ravine, oh, landing area. So you have to maybe take like five iron off the tee, yeah, right? and then you, like a seven iron into the into yeah. The hole. I maybe I get you. I may, like responsibly could have pulled out driver three times. But like, of course, I was like, why not? And <laughs> <laughs> but it was so cold, wet and windy that day and very elevated tea boxes. So oftentimes yep. you were like in the midst of like freezing cold when you're teeing off. So it was <laughs> brutal. By whole 14, it started snowing and we're like, OK, this <laughs> is uh, we were driving the ball into the wind uphill and i'm like this might not leave the t-box like (laughs) you just it's like the the, it's like a meme it just goes like straight up it's like guys it's coming back yeah (laughs) we're like ducking for cover when it's like yeah there's like because we were teeing off like this way so like we're here we're Mm -hmm. teeing up this way right like side view so I have your routine up this way. The wind's coming this way. Right and there's a face. green like down here. So I'm like, I literally might like land on the green behind us because this <laughs> wind might just like push back. You're going to hit the green, just not the one that you want. Yeah, but <laughs> literally like full on started snowing on the 15th and it was so cold. And of course, Evan hits the shot of the day somehow. It's a blind downhill tee shot, par three. He just... It's like 205, probably playing like 180. 
But like he pulls out a four iron and just stripes it blind shot. And I'm like, I kind of see the flag and I think this is tracking. Like this is looking really good. Mind you, none of us have hit a par today. Like it was, it was a hard round of golf. Like it was, it was cold and it was like a decently difficult course. And Evan sticks it to eight feet. And we're like, Birdie what? chance, let's go. Yeah. Leaves the birdie putt short and taps oh. it. And I was like, who cares? We're fucking going home. So then we just we just leave. Like we don't play 16, 17, 18. It was way too cold too and like miserable. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyways, we get home, we shower, get ready for the night. Um, we go to we go to B dubs, Buffalo Wild Wings. Um, nice. it's like right at the bottom of our hotel, right beside the rink. And uh, it was nice because the rink was right below the hotel that we were staying in. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So it's like, and every... it was the whole way and walk yeah. home. And you know, the Whistler Village? Yeah. Right outside the hotel, like Main Street looked like Whistler Village. Like it was a oh. dope scene. And like Main Street went into the complex where the arena was. Oh, that's awesome. So it was, it was, it was a really dope spot that we were in. Uh, like, Colton's team, like the Steelheads, they have like the visiting team always stays there. So they have like a partnership with that hotel kind of thing. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. He got us like 90 bucks off a night in That's that hotel. Sick. Yeah. It was like maybe 120 a person a night. No. Not bad. No, 120 a room a night. 120. So it was like beauty. It was like 70 bucks, like 65 bucks a person a night. So it was like, you couldn't really ask for much better. I have like a really nice hotel, but yeah, we went to Buffalo Wild Wings and this is where one of the stories comes in. Um, by the way, I don't know if you've ever had of, had Buffalo Wild Wings. They're full on drumsticks, dude. They're not wings. They're I insane. Haven't. I now fully understand why they're so why much Americans are so fat, so fat. Yeah. Like <laughs> not to be rude for any American listeners, <laughs> As if there are any. <laughs> I understand why the country is like at the average weight that they are. Because these wings were insane. Like, Cactus set it up like, yo, 10 wings is too much. Don't get more. Especially if we're getting food later with Colton. Don't get more than 10. I'm like, I won't get more than 10, but it can't be that bad. I got them and I'm like, wow, this is fucked. This is insane. <laughs> so... So Cactus, me, and Evan get 10 wings each so we could split the flavors kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cactus got honey, garlic, and hot, right? I got Parmesan and garlic and uh, buffalo ranch. And then, yeah, it was unbelievable. And then Evan got honey barbecue and honey garlic, I think, boneless. Idiot. Oh, boneless? Um, Yeah, I know. We tripped Oh, Did his wife order him? Yeah. Uh, Order it for him? Jesus. Yeah, we both tripped him for that. Yeah, okay, okay, good, good. So, um, Cac, did I say he got honey garlic? I think so, yeah. Yeah, he, he got, he ordered honey garlic and hot. They, because the honey garlic is not a states thing. I don't know if you know this. Really? It's weird. It's like a limited time flavors honey garlic wings at Buffalo Wild Wings. It's weird. It's a staple up here, but like. What the fuck? It was like this crazy new flavor that they have, honey garlic. <laughs> or like. It's like ketchup chips. Yeah. So it's like Yeah, it was uh, weird. All right. Um, but um yeah, but he gets honey barbecue and hot instead. And he was like, Oh, I ordered honey garlic, but it's fine. She was like, No, 
it's okay. Like, we'll, we can get you five, like, on the house. I like, guess no problem. He's like, no, honestly, it's okay. Like, I'm good with this. And she's like, no, we insist. Like, it'll be, we'll give, get you the five wings. You can keep those as well. We'll just get you five on the house. He's like, all right, thank you. Thank you. We never got the fucking wings. Like, he, they just never brought him out. <laughs> and so and then like, it's like, I kind of feel bad, but, like, yeah. where the fuck are my wings? <laughs> so, like, we're waiting. We got we, we each got, like, a pint of milk, like, ten wings, and then Evan and Austin split tater tots because they were on the happy hour menu as well. Okay. And so Austin's waiting for these wings, waiting for these wings, hasn't got them yet. And the waitress comes up. She's like, have you gotten the wings yet? And he's like, no, I haven't. And she's like, do you still want them? I'm so sorry. Like, whatever. Austin's like, I mean, do we have time, boys? I was like, I was going to get, like, a side of fries as well. Because, yeah. like, I just want something to pick at, not just wings. He's like, all right, if he's going to get the fries, then I'll have time to get the wings. That's fine. The waitress that originally took our order, a table sat down after us, like, 20 minutes after us. He, She brought two sides of fries after the, she brought them their main food. And then never dropped a side of fries off at our table. And we still haven't got the wings, the honey garlic wings. Oh. And we're at this point, it's been like 15 minutes since the second time I ordered the, like the fries and the wings. And we're like, let's just get the fucking bills. Like, this is ridiculous. And she was like, sorry, it's been so busy. And like, in my head, I'm like, yo, you literally Bro, brought my brought... order. You brought yeah. my order and walked past me twice. Drop them off to me and make them wait. Like, this is unbelievable. But... The wings are delicious, but the service was just garbage. Yeah, but it was it was all right. And then we um go over to Colden's house. Like he has a nice pad that's paid for, and come back. We're gonna have dinner together, and we get seated at this like cocktail lounge slash steakhouse kind of thing. It was very it was a it was a decent vibe. Pretty fancy. Yeah, it wasn't like incredibly like expensive, but it was like it had that kind of vibe to it. Mm-hmm. And I got this steak sandwich with fries. Nice. And it was really good. It wasn't just like the thinly sliced steak at like pizza places. It was like a full on steak cut up onto a sandwich with like mayo and sauce. It was delicious, dude. Um, then I just got fries and it had like the gluten friendly sign, but like beside it. So I'm like money got the gluten free bun as well. Um, and then our food comes. I pound it back. But mind you, it wasn't a good idea to eat that much because we had buffalo wings wild before. wings like three hours before this so we we're like mm-hmm. realistically why are we doing this um so we go to the game colton gets us a suite instead of just tickets like the friday game Ooh. we're sitting in a suite with him and watch the game um had a couple beers before we it's like the third period second intermission we each get a drink and i'm like yeah, like I think I've had way too much beer this weekend. Like I'm just not like feeling up to it right now. Like I'll tr- I'll get a high noon, and so Evan like gets us a couple high noons and a beer. Mm-hmm. I'm drinking it, and I'm just like so full to the tits. Like I'm bloated. I'm, yeah, like, I just like I'm I'm nursing this high noon, feeling like ass. Yeah, and um, so uh, it gets to like nine thirty, mm-hmm. and I'm like, and Evan's like, you good? I'm like. I'll be honest, I'm not feeling too hot right now. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, you look kind of pale. And I'm like, that's a sign. Go up to the room. Dude, I ate gluten. Yep. I got, I was throwing up and shitting for two and a half hours. 
till like 1130. I'm like, this is terrible. Horrific. Mm -hmm. This is terrible. And what made it suck even more was that Saturday was like the go night for us because Colton was able to come out with us and they would like win the league if they won. Yeah, if they won. Like the president's trophy. Yeah. And they ended up winning one nothing. So they're going so they're going out, right? And I'm just like in the hotel room, like getting everything out. Like I'm in so much pain. It just sucks. I'm miserable, right? Mm-hmm. And in and out of sleep, Evan and Cactus come and hang out in the room for a bit because like it takes time for the boys to get out of the dressing rooms and stuff. And they end up going out. And they're like, yo, we'll just like keep you updated on where we are and just like show up when if you want to come out. And I'm like, okay, like, cause there's been times where it's like I've been able to go out like after getting, yeah. It's just like I have to take my time and like be conscious of like what I'm doing. Of course. Eleven thirty comes around and I'm like, okay, Jevin, like let's just fucking go out. Like, let's just or it's like twelve. It's like twelve, twelve fifteen, and I'm like, let's just Let's just go out. I think I got everything out of my system. Let's just, let's do it. Let's try it. And I ended up, I was fine for the rest of the night. I felt good. I didn't tell them I was coming out. I just showed up to where they, they last updated me. Showed up, felt like the life of the party. They got pretty hyped. They brought me up to Colton's team where they were partying. He brought me um into their, like, not backstage, but their spot in the club or whatever. I drank out of the cup. Just drank like a high noon out of the cup or whatever. He made me do it. And I'm like, I probably shouldn't. I told myself I wasn't going to drink, but like, I can't say no to this. No, of course. Right. So like I do it. It was, it was a really good night for the rest of the night. And then we're kind of bar hopping and we're walking out and we're like, let's check out this Amsterdam spot. It's called Amsterdam. It's like a lounge spot. It kind of looks like a hookah lounge, cocktail bar, scotch lounge, that sort of nightclub or whatever Mm -hmm. it's like has like three different environments in one property we walk in i give this guy my id and he's like do you have an american id or american passport and i'm like no he's like sorry man we can't let you in i'm like (laughs) what he's like yeah state law you have to have an american id i'm like that's not true at all he's like yeah it is he's like I'm like, dude, we've been on every fucking spot on the street the past couple of days. He's like, we follow the rules better. And I'm like, shut the fuck uh, up. You're what American. the fuck? Meanwhile, beside me is another bouncer scanning Evan's ID and letting him through. And I'm like, and then the guy stops Evan. He's like, no, guys, like, you guys can't come in. You have Canadian IDs. You need American IDs. And even Evan and Austin are like, what the fuck? That's not true. We've been on every spot on in this fucking city. That's no. And they're like, we just follow the rules better. And Evan's like, so it's a, so it's just your rules then. He's like, yeah. no, it's state law. And he's like, no, like, it's just you guys who told us this. So, like, it's just you guys. So then we were like, you guys are fucking losers. We're out of here anyways. Like, the spot looks dumb. So then we just leave and we just party with the team for the next few hours, go back to bed, and then we play golf in the morning. But what a, yeah. what a time. Yeah, and then on the way home, we caught Sonic because we wanted to try and have spots that are just like American chains. So we have like Jersey Mike's before we leave, um, like right after golf before we hit the road. And then 
we eat Sonic and like Everett. Mm-hmm. And we were like kind of hyping up Sonic because they were like, yo, these milkshakes are unbelievable. Have you ever had Sonic? I have, yeah. Yo, we ate it and we were like, that was the worst stuff I've ever had. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, this is unbelievable. Like, this is so bad. I couldn't even get a burger there. I just take, I just got fries and a milkshake because they didn't do uh, lettuce yeah. wraps. And I'm like, that's weird. And I'm like, yo, that was the worst experience of my life. And then we were like, hurting for the rest of the trip <laughs> and now it my shoulder hurts whenever i breathe in so i think sonic ruined me for life <laughs> and <laughs> oh boy yeah i don't know what happened and i lost my, i forgot my airpods in the hotel room so yeah that that is a that is a tragedy if i've ever heard one yeah well because we went to this spot like evan was tired all day like evan and austin were tired all day from like golf just having mm-hmm. a long day and stuff like that and then they went partying longer than me like they were just so beat and we were going to go to bed and then we went to this hole in the wall pizza place called pie hole dude such a culture shock because they're like swearing at customers telling them to shut the fuck up like all this kind of thing oh like, it's one of those restaurants eh? no but it's just like it's not a sit down it's just behind the counter and like you know, like there's like there's like these antique lockers or whatever, and they were saying like don't touch the lockers, and people kept touching them. They're like, don't fucking touch the lockers. What the fuck did I tell? Like they're full on going at it. I'm like, this is America, baby. Like <laughs> Canada is not usually like that. It's like, what did we what did we say? Don't touch it, please. Like whatever. But then Americans are like, yo, that fucker right there. Don't fucking touch. Like they're going full on in on them. And I'm like, yep, we're in Boise, right? Like we're in the states, dude. Like, this is different. <laughs> it's almost and- like thinking like. Are they acting or is yeah. this real? <laughs> yeah. And then uh, we were like, yo, like, what are these lockers about? And like, and they were like full on, like, well, it's like they belong to these other people. And these fucking retards are fucking like, they're going crazy. And I'm like, wow. Like, this is like, I know like people talk shit about each other, but this is like employees talking to customers like that. I've never really experienced with that in like in person Jeez before. And I'm like, Christ. I'm like, these Americans go crazy. But, no, like, uh, I didn't really have any of the pizza because I couldn't. But then, um, Evan was, uh, Evan was beat and he was fucking full on snoring like a diesel truck when we went to bed. So I had to get my AirPods and put them in on noise canceling and play like this go to sleep music because I noise? literally couldn't because this fucking guy was waking up the entire neighborhood with a <laughs> snore. And then I woke up and I think I, instead of putting them on the nightstand, I left them on the bed or whatever. I thought I had everything. And I went wow. to go open up my AirPods case on the SkyTrain this morning and they just weren't there. And I was like, wait, like you left your AirPods, but you still have the case. Yeah. Cause I, cause I took them out of the case and I put them in my duffel bag. But then when I woke up, I didn't take my AirPods off the bed. Like I just like put them beside oh, me. Oh, that is painful yeah so i got a hold of the hotel like the lost and found section they're like yeah we got him right here we'll uh our our shipping guy went home but we'll uh get you a price a quote and everything is estimated time of arrival and we'll ship in over to wow you. that yeah. is that is lucky as fuck holy yeah. so got everything sorted out there and yeah but back on the sauce um didn't get as hammered as i thought i was going to all weekend but hey you did end up throwing up so i mean 
Yeah, not the way I was expecting, though. I FaceTimed Georgia, turtled over in the bathroom, and she was not impressed with me because she thought I was puking from, like, alcohol. Drinking, yeah. And I told her, I was like, I ate gluten. She was like, oh, no. And then she felt like, bad for me. But, yeah, it was uh, it was time, man. It was, it was a time and a half, dude. It was a time and a half. Jeez. It's a good weekend, though. Good weekend. Nice. Yeah, but uh, me and you are in the fantasy playoffs, finals. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen a bigger letdown than Duncan's fucking team. Yeah, same with uh, Justin in my other league. He was he won he lost four weeks all year. Yeah, he's playing for third place right now. Dude, lost. it's 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 tough. Like Duncan having the obviously best team. I mean, you held the crown for majority of the weeks, but his team inevitably came back from a 200 point deficit in like the last, you know, couple weeks. And then our teams like rotated, like his team started going off and my team started slowing down and I started losing more and it just inevitably he same record, more points. Yeah, exactly. So I'll give you like my whole sort of deal with it. Cause like the weekend before, like Kiana didn't have people playing on the Sunday and it was like, I needed to like, have this and it went down to the last game like that was nervous Sunday I just was like I'm not going to win yeah like I picked up Johnny Hockey I picked up Freddie Anderson the night before thinking like that they were Carolina or on Saturday thinking Carolina was going to start him but then they didn't but then they're like oh no we'll start him against um oh fuck I don't even remember who they played but like he ended up winning got me 14 points and Johnny Hockey got me 18 to bring it uh scored like everyone that i needed to like have a week had a week or had a day i should say and i ended up getting like 35 or no no no, 60 more points than i was projected and duncan's team just like shit the bed yeah it's the worst dude absolutely shit the bed like uh, and then he got a healthy scratched uh Charlie McAvoy and then uh Mitch Marner for him got him negative he picked up goalie a uh, goalie got him negative the uh, Ottawa goalie and then um the New Jersey goalie had the worst game like I think I've ever seen him play well and then also on the final day like Marner was rested as well like he was healthy scratched as well he was yeah. held out for rest yeah just negative week like yeah. it was just uh, uh, early in the week when Mc McDiesel only got me six points on like the Tuesday or the Monday, I was like, "Yeah, I'm I'm losing. <laughs> like this is not happening." Yeah. And then obviously McDiesel turned it up like last two games that he played for me, but it's like I need more. You know, yeah. everyone needs to play. Like no one was scoring. Montour was negative. Lindholm was not doing anything. And then, yeah, his team had the lead for, like, the whole week up until Sunday. Yeah, that's just fantasy, man. That is. Like, I had, like Donald had, like, Pasta and um, Skinner start off with, like, a hat trick and a 35 save, like, 43 save shutout. And I'm like. Yep, 40, it's 44 just, save shutout. 35 yeah, and, point night. And I'm just like, it's hard for me to get a leg up on this guy because anytime I have a decent day. <laughs> 
like Drysdale gets two assists, but who gets the two goals? It's fucking Evander Kane who he Evander has. Evander Kane, like, yeah. It's like I can't get a leg up on this guy. Skinner gets a forty-three safe shutout that same game, and I'm like, it's just I'm Fuck. like, like I'm still like winning, but he has more players playing. He's projected to win or whatever. And mm. then Saturday night, I have a fucking day. You had a day and a half, man. 180 points. Both my goalies had good wins. Everyone Absolutely. recorded at least two points. Dreisaitl had a hat trick. Like, I just, like, I had a really good day. Like, Carlson got me four assists. He had, he got more fantasy points than Dreisaitl. And, like, yeah, my, my team had a day. And that ultimately, like, put, gave me the One leg up. The yeah. And... Yeah. Now I guarantee myself a profit this year, so I can't really complain. I uh, agree. <laughs> I, my other fantasy league is $20 buy-in as well, so I'm gaining $10 profit from this year, so I can't exactly be upset about it. Um, yeah, so I guess uh, good luck to you. Um, it's extended. Um, the Wednesday. fantasy season, it's like extended to like the rest of the season, I think, because like that mm-hmm. would only make sense why there's so many games where they, they wouldn't leave off yeah. like a small bit of it. So like I'm thinking of bumping the ads up to six since and like, I'm in favor of that. And there's probably going to be a lot of rest days and stuff like that. And I think like it doesn't hurt anyone. And like I'm not doing it just because I'm in the finals, but it's just like in my other league. I'm not in the finals, and I proposed that to them, and they were all in for it. So I'm like, if it could be something. It's like 70 games, like four ads. Like that's kind of hard to like. Yeah, that's so hard roster. to maneuver. So I'm I'm gonna bump it up. Uh, but yeah, fantasy playoffs, finals. I think it's gonna be a close week between us. Um, definitely be very interesting. But, Did you put in a waiver claim for Byram? No. I did. <laughs> I put in a waiver claim for Evander Kane. Donald dropped Kane? Yeah, because I think he was trying Jeez. He was trying to like come back on Sunday, so he was like dropping people who weren't playing. And... That's, yeah, I mean, like, that's what you got to do, right? Yeah, so I'm going to have the Evander Kane dry settle stack. Yeah. I mean, unless I get him. No, I'm Honestly, yeah. Good. Fuck, I, I didn't see him drop Kane. I mean... They the best buried, man win. He's buried in the transaction trends because he's on waivers, right? So it's yeah, like, exactly. I don't really see him, but, but yeah, should be good. Should be fun. Um, let's go to question of the week. Uh, I came up with this just before we started pressing record, but I still like it as a question. Um, true or false? All sporting home teams should wear white while the visitor wears their. Dark jerseys. False. False. Yeah. I am true. I think the home team should get to wear whatever the fuck they want. Okay. So like they can they can choose. Like the NFL, right? The NFL, the home teams get to choose whatever they want to wear because I get the reason, right? Like you don't you don't see the white jerseys all the time for the home team because they're away. But in retrospect, they should get to wear whatever they want because of the color rush stuff. And specifically new Orleans, they're a black uh, primary color team, but the color rush is white. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well then that means you can wear this color rush because 
you get to choose. And then inevitably the other team gets to wear their home colors and it's a win-win. But I guess in hockey, uh, because basketball is like that too. Basketball, you can just see any team wear anything and it doesn't matter. There's a new new five jerseys every year, it seems like. Yeah. But like with hockey, I guess... Well, no, because sometimes the Canucks wear their white ones at home, don't they? No. No? Hasn't huh. happened in a while. Then I guess my whole answer is I, I, like, I'm on the false side only because they should be able to choose. See, that's... I can get on board with that. But if they were to be given, you don't have a choice. Like, this X team wears this at home. I think home teams should wear white because it's not that we don't see the white ones a lot. It's just that every single Canucks home game, it's blue and green versus white. Where it's like, if we wear white, then we get to see... Montreal Canadiens red jerseys or Pittsburgh Penguins black and gold or St. Louis blue and yellow. Yeah, you get more diversity. Like you get different colored jerseys. And I think it would just be it. It's not like a huge deal, but it makes the games more aesthetically pleasing and like kind of cool. It's like, Mm -hmm. oh, I don't often get to see like the dark Kachina jersey in person. Yeah, like In, in that case, then. I will full fun I will full frontal agree with that because it will just get so boring seeing like the other team's primary as a trim and it have to be white. Yeah. It's and just it's like, like we the see fuck? the blue and green jerseys all the time. Obviously, the more and more as the season goes on, we're seeing the retro skate jersey as well. Like I oh, understand yeah. that. Like I totally get it. And that's why I can agree. I agree with you on the front where it's like home teams, home teams should get to choose. But I think like the primary home jersey should be white, and away jerseys should go. We should go back to that. Makes sense for marketing wise. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I just think it would like it make games look like more cool to watch. But I agree. I agree. All right. Yeah, that was uh that was question of the week. Uh, might have been a weak question of the week, but. Um, no, not so, at all. We had a so, good debate about it. It's always an interesting, interesting um conversation topic. Hundred percent. All right, let's get into some uh notes around the league. Um Canucks. Uh they go on a 0-3 week, losing six five to St. Louis in overtime, five four to Calgary in overtime, and four one to LA in regulation. Um St. Louis was kind of a barn burner. Yep. Um, Hughes had himself an absolute day getting three points. Kuzmenko got his 36th and 37th of the year. Um, just like an all-around decent game. Nothing really to write home about. It wasn't Demko's best. What can you do? 5-4 lost to Calgary. Toffoli got his revenge tour. Oh. Vancouver, two goals. Uh, two natural goals, I guess. See um, that was that was the night the that scared winner. me because Duncan had to fully. Oh yeah, <laughs> I understand. That's that. what that's what almost like just put it in the can. And you know what? Yeah. He rubbed it in a little, and I think I think karma came to bite him in the ass. Can't be selling. You can't be selling too early, man. You can't be no. selling. Too, wait till the clock hits zero, buddy. Wait till the Especially. clock hits zero. Um, really cool moment. Uh, Canucks new signee out of Northwestern, Aiden McDonough, recorded his first career goal in his first career game. 
Uh, shout out to the kid. But um, news came out before pregame. Uh, Phil Peronic has been shut down for the rest of the season uh, due to a shoulder injury. I'm surprised that move didn't happen earlier. Right. Um, I think I, it's I best to just same thing. rest him up. He played for like what, like six games, and then he was hurt. Like, if. like so it's at least they were aware to like do that and shut him down. Rest up the shoulder for next year. Wait till like, yeah, totally understand. Mm-hmm. But uh, Kuzmenko was the latest of names to announce that he will not be wearing the pride jersey in warm up due to uh, family matters and everything like that. And the way I hear about it, I think just for the sake of the safety of his family, I think he had to pull this maneuver. Um, I'm going to be honest, I was very surprised when I read that because of Kuzmenko and kind of the person he is. But I also just hear Russia, if they see something that you go against their beliefs, then yeah. they will not be afraid to hold your family hostage and like shit like that. I don't mm-hmm. know much about the politics, but I know that Putin and Russia is something you don't want to fuck around with. So I think, I don't know Kuzmenko at all behind closed doors. I don't know what he goes on in his personal life. But if this has any reason to do with that or his religious beliefs, whatever, I think it's important to like take care of that. Um, it's always such a sensitive topic to talk about. We've hammered he yep. we've hammered it a few times um con- pretty consecutively on the show about the no pride warm jerseys but what were your thoughts when you saw that Kuzmenko was not going to be wearing the jersey I'm glad we get to talk about this because I really want to kind of right my wrongs here um I can't remember specifically if I had said that people who are Russian and don't wear it are in the wrong if I did I I totally want to eat my words but if I didn't then you know then i i i'm being full frontal here russia's a scary fucking place yeah uh shaden was telling me that the government actually this is how crazy the government is they will lock your doors from the outside if they see fit jesus so i totally understand russians not wearing this it's for the safety of their family because if you yeah. don't think that there's Russian spies living in Canada, America, everywhere, then you're delusional because there's American spies living everywhere as well. It is a real thing. And it's not just movie shit like that stuff goes on. But, you know, Putin, as much as he does, I'll say this as Putin, as much as he does good for the country. People piece who of shit, live. Dude. Yeah, people who live not in Russia and have a life in Canada and in America, for the most part, have it nice. Yeah. Yeah, we have to pay $8 for a gallon of milk and our eggs cost $12 for 12 eggs. But at least the government doesn't... They oversee us, but at least they don't do it to an extent where we can literally be on house arrest. Just because we wore or had something of the rainbow variety. Yeah. So like the it's other like, day, I had a bio I had a biofuel drink and it was the rainbow flavor. I could have been shot. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's no, it's scary, man. And when it gets to that point where it's like, if I wear this, like I'm putting my family at risk because I'm not with them. And like, it's, it's scary, dude. So I like, I just like, we've had this conversation many times, so I don't want to sound like a broken record, but I'm kind of getting to the point where it's like, you got to take care of personal matters. And if this is going to harm that or put any of that at risk, then just do whatever you have to do. Mm -hmm. Do whatever you have to do. Um, Agreed. Canucks lose 4-1 to LA. Um, Without win, the LA Kings officially clinch a playoff spot. So it's, trending towards right now Edmonton versus LA in the first round but yo that is so fucked but I'm pretty sure um first place in the Pacific is still up for grabs so Edmonton could still grab it it is it it's still up for grabs Edmonton could grab it and L- Calgary could just make the playoffs and it could be uh Battle of Alberta in the first round potentially um so that could be really exciting um and with I- the Jets eight, eight, seven. <laughs> yeah, and with the with the Jets winning six nothing, um, I think against Dallas, yeah, Sunday, crushed on, Dallas. Yeah, six nothing on Sunday, six one, six one. The Jets Alibuk win. Lost his, uh shout out at Ooh. thirteen seconds left. Want <laughs> want um officially eliminated the Canucks from playoff and contention, um, which kind of thanks me because with the way the Canucks were playing for a bit, I was like, you better not just barely squeeze in. <laughs> I'm going to fucking kill every one of my family if you guys make the playoffs. But Canucks are officially done, which I think will give them more. They might play the young guys, maybe play themselves to a better pick. Hopefully that's the case. But yeah, might have uh, to drop Demko. Yeah. Um, news out of Vancouver, though. Uh, more news. We They, they signed a goalie. Um, I don't know if you read up on this guy at all. But let me read you uh, some of his stats from this year. Uh, he's okay. 22. He stands 6'6", 229 pounds. Jacob Markstrom who? Um, he recently concluded his second season in hockey Allsvenskan in Sweden, SK. The SK League. I'm not even going to try and pronounce that word. <laughs> it has dots on every, two dots over every fucking letter. And I'm just not even going to attempt. Um, he led all goaltenders in games played with 45 and 28 wins. Um, additionally, he ranked fourth in save percentage with a 9.10, fifth in goals against average with a 2.1, and he was tied for fourth most shutouts in the league with four. Um, guided the team to the quarterfinals, posting a 2.43 goals against average, 9.20 save percentage in six games, two and four record. Not much you can do. Looks like a first round exit. Um, yeah, he played in 34 regular season games. He won 11 21 during the first season. Um, but yeah, it looks like, oh, what's this? Um, during the first season, before playing in the best of seven relegation series against this other team that I'm not even going to try and <laughs> pronounce, uh, they won the series 4 2. He appeared in all six games. And he registered a 157 goals against average and a 951 save percentage to go along with two shutouts. So goaltending is always a position where you can never have too many in the building. You can never have too many in the system. So it seems like this guy got a lot of things you can't teach. 
but a lot of things like if you polish on them then holy shit this guy his ceiling can be whatever you want to make it to be so uh yeah i'm really excited for that from the connects perspective absolutely i mean i know any league that isn't the nhl is different than the nhl but numbers are numbers and you put them on an actual team that has way more in-depthness, I guess, of coaching and everything like that, that this guy can be anything. And yeah. it just it just speaks to me of purely because of size and capability, it purely just screams like we just got another Jacob Markstrom. Yeah. Because before he left for Calgary and even last year of Calgary, Buddy was on a tear. Yeah, he was a Vesna nominee last year. Absolutely. Or two years ago. And now he's gone eight games of letting in the first shot uh, on on net. Yeah. You know, like anything can happen. So if this guy's trajectory speaks anything, it's he'll be Demko's backup in two years. He'll come over, take the job. Demko will be traded uh, midway through the season. And he'll go win a cup while this guy is our new goalie while we sign him five years to six, maybe if the cap goes up, seven and a half million dollars a year. Yeah, and then we'll <laughs> trade him and then we'll be right back to ground zero with no gold ending. Everlasting system for the Vancouver Canucks. Yeah. Don't be it. great, but be just good enough. Be so incredibly <laughs> mid. It's... <laughs> Mary Midmas is fucking Vancouver's slow. Mary Midmas. Yeah, it's my God. Um, but yeah, no, I'm excited to see what this goalie can do because even like Jacob Marshall, when we got him from Florida in the Luongo trade, uh, he was not good. Like he no. wasn't polished at all, but we have some really good uh, goalie coaches in Ian Clark and he worked, he got Markstrom to where he was. He got Markstrom a $30 million contract. So it's like, with this kind of development for goalies, I don't know what it is about it. We can't really develop defensemen, but there's something about goalies that we can somehow find a knack for. And I think Ian Clark, he has very high praise around the entire league, and we were lucky oh, to get him and lock him in. And I think that helps a lot if you can have that brick wall as your last line of defense. It can go a long way to help making the team more confident. You saw the in the bubble, we saw the way Demko played, and that you thought we were a contender, and that ruined us forever. <laughs> So maybe it's kind of, maybe it's terrible. We should fire Ian Clark because I think he's the reason why he's we're not too rebuilding. good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's the reason we're not rebuilding. So <laughs> fire oh, Ian no. Clark. We shouldn't keep him. Actually, I take that back. But <laughs> fuck, trade uh, him for a pick. Yeah, seriously, the Sean Payton style. We'll give you absolutely. Ian, we'll give you Ian Clark for two first round picks. <laughs> And Stuart Skinner, Edmonton. Come on, baby. Give it to us. <laughs> oh, you would absolutely do that. Are oh, you kidding huh? me? DP. Uh, no, but I'm excited to see what this guy can do. Like, 6'6", 220, you can't teach that. Like, no. It goes a long way with goalies. So He's basically just going to be a wall and not move, and shots won't go in. Yeah, it's going to be like a bassy. <laughs> just, get, just get gear that's two sizes too big, and you'll literally cover every inch of the net. Boom. Cheat Money. code. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so we're recording this Monday. This uh, episode's coming out Wednesday, which means Canucks Seattle happened last night. Yes, sir. Another loss under the belt. Seattle chasing for that uh, 
Walkar one spot in the Pacific. What did you notice in last night's game, Hade? Well, it was a barn burner. Yeah. Yeah. Barn burner that just went, you know, the uh, Kraken's way as they're on their way to securing a wild card spot. And uh, the Canucks just realized that they're not making playoffs. So who the fuck cares? Play the play the play the young guys, you know. Like you said, yeah, that's exactly what happened. Play the young guys, uh, Miller, quiet night because he didn't really need to be there. No, nope. uh, same thing with Kuzmenko, uh, Sheldon Dries, great player, great depth player, great depth player, absolutely nice, nice goal in an apple last night. He uh scored off of Pedersen's assist because Pedersen's a nice guy, Pedersen Patterson, the facilitator. Chasing that hundred point season, yeah, has to get that contract. Uh, oh like, yeah, just open up Aquilini's wallets. I respect easy, it. Easy, and then you know who I really like, Burroughs, Man, he never, uh, he never another takes fight. shit from anyone. Another, another fight. fight. Yeah, and you know this, unlike the one that happened against LA, he actually like forcefully won. So I mean, yeah. gotta love Burroughs. Yeah. Good, you know, cheap contract who stands up for the boys. That's another thing that Canucks are good at. Finding people with the last name Burroughs. Yeah. <laughs> Undrafted Burroughs. That's what we Money! Find. Yeah. <laughs> no, and almost wears the same number, too. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't Colin <laughs> Delia's night. 5-2 loss. Sheldon Dries and Pedersen are the goal scorers. Um, but Yeah. <laughs> All right, how wrong are we going to be on that? <laughs> I can't wait for Demko to start and pitch his <laughs> <Yeah>. shutout. <laughs> Canucks win six nothing. Patterson gets no points. <laughs> oh fuck it, hell! Demko gets a goalie goal. <laughs> oh, imagine if you call that—that's holy shit! Buy a lottery ticket. Absolutely. Um, all right, let's uh, let's go to around the league. Bruins, fourth team in NHL history to reach sixty plus wins. Um, they do inevitably clinch the president's trophy. They're just having their magical season continues. There's not really much we can say about it except like, holy fuck. It's so hard to bet against this team, but playoffs, anything can happen, man. Anything that's what can I'm, happen. That's what I'm thinking, man. Like the playoffs, we already know the East is going to be a bloodbath, whatever. And just of how high like the media is around Boston and even like my fucking dad, like Duncan and I were talking about it on Thursday and he was like, if it's any other team other than Boston, you're wrong. And I'm like, that just makes me think, oh, fuck, as the goalie for Vegas gets scored on. Fuck. But that just makes me think, Boston's not going to win it. If, like, Ash, if Ash put a fucking Mark Messier guarantee on it, I'm going <laughs> elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. Like, it just, the stink on it now is like, it's real. Because if he's right, he's you're never gonna hear the end of it. As if Ex- like he's the only one picking Boston. It's their sleeper team. Exactly, and it's like no, you're just wrong. So it's just everything seems to be going so right for Boston that something has a gear has to fall out of place, and this feels like it because in the NBA, Boston's killing it. In the NFL, Boston, New England was killing it was killing it right like and then it's just hockey like yeah they're a great team they're they're the best team this year that's obvious but something's gonna happen i can feel it 
It's either just not going to be as much of a cakewalk as they're making it seem like it's going to be, or like they're going to hit. Like I think they'll only play sixteen it, games, or like, uh, excuse me, or like McAvoy is going to go down, or Olmark's going to pull something, and Swain yeah. is going to like Pasty's going to. They're like they're fucking off. Like their depth is crazy, Insane. but. It's playoffs are so unpredictable. L Absolutely. Fucking Tampa was Boston in 2018 and they got swept in the first round by a team who was chasing the last spot and playing hot in the playoffs. Boston doesn't hasn't really had anything to play for in the past three months. Mm-hmm. Right. But like that last Florida, if they just squeeze in and they're playing hot at the right time. Yeah, literally, like, like don't count out Bobrovsky because some nights he can let in a six piece. Other nights he can look like the best goalie on the world and make sprawling saves you never seen in your life. Yeah, well, it, like it, even if it wasn't for a guy named McDavid, Matt Kachuk would be like one in the heart right now. Like exactly. with how he's been carrying Florida. Like playoffs are so it's how you're playing into it. It's health. It's everything. And man, it's. It's going to be very interesting to see how Boston is. Like, they even saw Florida the way they were handling teams last year. Or, yeah, last yeah, year. Yeah, last and year. Washington had a 3 2 series lead on them. Yep. And, or like a 2 2 1 series lead on them or something like that. 2 nothing maybe. And Florida had to come back and win in six. Yeah. Like, Washington had Florida by the fucking nuts. And, like it's not going to be easy for Boston, especially with this loaded East. So, like, shout out to them for winning the President's Trophy. Sixty wins is truly something special. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even think they've cracked ten regulation losses. Like, they're f- absolutely cracked. Um, but yeah, playoffs. It's it's hard to bet against them, but it's also hard to completely be a hundred percent confident in them. So, absolutely, I'm a, I'm excited to see what happens. But uh, sticking in the East, Devin Levi. Uh, makes his NHL debut Friday against the New York Rangers. He uh, put up about 31 saves, beating the Rangers in overtime. Um, He was a part of the losing um, Canada team to a Zegras American team in the World Juniors. Uh, Last year, if I'm not mistaken, the 2022 World Junior team. Um. But yeah, uh, shout out to Devin Levi. He was really fun to watch and for Canada. So congratulations to him. Getting a win against the Rangers in your first game. Not too shabby for Buffalo. Not not bad at all. Um, as we mentioned before, Skinner. If it was a forty-three save shutout, I checked oh. um, check fantasy. But 43, 44 doesn't really fucking matter. It's still a very impressive evening against an LA team who you more than likely going to see in the playoffs. McDavid scores his 300th goal in his 563rd game. That's a total of 841 points in 563 games. Absolutely insane. I read this stat that Gretzky got his 1,000th point in his 470th game when he was 23 years old. Brother! Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) McDavid has 841 and he's 26. That just showed Gretzky was on a different level in his era. Um, but then he, uh, I also heard a quote from Gretzky or whatever. It's like he got the 91 goal season. He's like, Yeah, I was just pissed at myself. I didn't get 100. And it's like, Man, shut up. <laughs> I totally get that though. If you're so close, it's like, so hard fuck. to just, 
Could you imagine? Like he would be the only ever player to score a hundred points or a hundred goals in a year. Yeah, there, and no the, one's no one's topping it. Yeah, he was saying he was like there was like eight or nine games like I didn't I didn't score in so like I could have gotten a hundred. It's like I hate you, dude. Yeah, right? literally, fuck off, Gretzky. Yeah, all right, 15, we know you're the goat. Okay. Yeah, fifteen thirty nine games got ninety two. Like whatever, dude. Whatever. Um. We saw history made on April 1st, uh, the day after that 43 safe shutout from Skinner. April 1st saw some history made. Five hat tricks and five shutouts. The first time since 1989. So I guess it wasn't history made, but history was repeating itself. Um, Alex Tuck, uh, Buffalo's Alex Tuck, Boston's David Pasternak, Edmonton's Leon Dreisaitl, San Jose's Noah Gregor, and Carter and Florida's Carter Verhage puts up a four-piece natural hat trick. Um, and then we got Toronto's Ilya Samsonov, Edmonton's Jack Campbell, Florida's Alex Leon, um, Tampa's Andre Vasilevsky, and Carolina's Anti Ranta putting up shutouts. Uh very fucking insane. You see, just like the average Joe on dallas and he has 32 goals and it's like scoring is up insane the past few years it's fucked i don't know what they're putting in this equipment now but like as much as scoring's up like goaltending's gotten a lot better too it's just the nhl is in a very good place right now absolutely what a time to become a fan yeah it's like i'm pretty sure there's nine players projected to get 50 goals this year like that's a lot if the pace keeps up yeah it uh it's looking like that it was it was like 9 to 12 like i think this was the projection i saw was like a few weeks ago but like i saw it was like 9 to 12 um 9 to 12 players were projected to get 50 or more goals and it's like wow that's insane um no it's it's actually crazy yeah, it's uh, yeah, I'm excited to see what happens and see where everyone uh, finishes up. But yeah, uh, Jason Robertson he breaks a Dallas Stars franchise record with his 94th and 95th point, passes legendary legend, absolute beautician Mike Madano, one of the greatest American players of all time. Not a bad milestone accolade to have under your belt for Jason Robertson there. Passing a fucking legend like that. Uh, Latang. Chris Latang, he reaches his 1,000th game um, against Philadelphia back on Sunday. Congratulations to him. And our boy, Steven Stamkos, is nearing that milestone as well. Uh, he's at sitting at 998 games or 999 games as well. So who knows? Maybe when you're listening to it, Stamkos has clipped that milestone. Uh, I was reading on it. He has um, a one. He's basically just over a a sniff above point per game in his career. And the amount of bullshit this guy has had to go through is fucking crazy. Absolutely. Broken leg, broken nose, concussions. Dude, it's like he got the broken nose and broken leg in this same against Boston, both against Boston. And like the broken leg prevented him from making the 2014 team. It's just like trash, dude. 
So yeah. Sam Coast, one of my favorite players growing up. It's good to see him see him clip that thousandth game. And of course, shout out to uh Chris Tang as well. Um legendary defenseman, legendary part of the famous Pittsburgh trio. Of course. Cannot forget someone like Chris Letang. Obviously, naturally. Um, New York Rangers' Philip Heedle signs an extension with New York. Four years. <laughs> Ready for this? Fucking this looks like the number pi. 4.4375 a year. <laughs> what a weird number. I know. How do you land on that? Your agent's just like, yo, we can get this number. He's like, fucking do it right now. <laughs> yeah, scrape them for full point four three seven six. See if they bite on that. <laughs> no. Point four three seven five. Take it or leave it. Done. Yeah. They st- okay. They, they stall on that because of one like two decimal places. <laughs> like, fuck off, man. But yeah, such the, when I saw that annual value, I wrote it down like four point uh set 4.37 i was like this is like pie i'm missing two <laughs> numbers here what's going on 4.4375 yeah so unnecessary but i guess it's just the way the aav landed out um last point here did you see this elliot friedman sunk he tweeted that next season arizona is to go to houston oh yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, sat on Saturday. Yeah, fucking yeah. asshole, dude. Evan, Did he get you? Right before, I totally forgot it was April 1st. Yeah. Um, And I was about to tee off. And Evan's like, no way. And I was like, what? And he looks and says, "Um, breaking news, Arizona will be moving to Houston for the start of next year. I'm like, no fucking way. That's crazy. And then three hours later, I was like, oh, my Wait God. Wait a minute. yeah oh my god i i saw that right away and uh, i'd also had like a string of tweets that were just breaking news like lebron james is not going to play for the rest of the year breaking news lamar jackson is signed with the commanders and say all right that one's already been done but like Breaking yeah. news, uh, like just shit happened like that. It's like Arizona moving to Houston happened to be in the middle of it, and I'm like, round of applause, you got some people. <laughs> yeah, I I saw that, and I will be honest, it it did. Kinda got you. It, it got me at first, yeah. and I noticed because like Chicklets reposted it, and you know how Biz is with like Arizona played. Oh there. yeah. Yeah, and it said um, end of an era, and then I was looking in the mentions, and people were like, <laughs> "It almost got me! It almost got me!" And I was like, "What do you mean oh, it almost yeah. got you?" Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Oh yeah, fuck!" <laughs> so like, I I I got got, dude. I got got. Oh, that's funny. Didn't uh, <laughs> didn't Schefter have a few tweets that like were like fucking out there as well? Like, I feel like he he played the game as well on Let's... April first. Let's let's see. I'll I'll check it. Uh I don't I, know if he specifically he, did. He might have like deleted them. Let's hope not. Because I don't see any I see some from like three days ago, but that would have been been like past it. Yeah, so, no, that would have been like so, the Friday. Yeah, so I think I think he deleted them, but must have, yeah. But yeah, man, that's all that's all I got for um that's all I got for hockey news. 
Uh, it's getting really close to the playoffs. I'm really excited for. I'm gonna watch a lot of it this year. I think the matchups are gonna be absolutely crazy. You see, you got Jack Eichel playing in the playoffs for the first time in his career, which is really exciting. Good for him. Um, it seems like that Buffalo Vegas trade is kind of working out as a win-win. Probably leaning towards Buffalo just because of their future and the way they're playing this year, the way Tuck's playing. Like I just think the environment and Buffalo's crazy, but also Jack Eichel was having a really good year this year before he got an injury setback, but he's in the playoffs now, so good for him. Um, Edmonton seems like they got their mojo going with like goaltending and everything. LA continues to be everyone's sleeper pick. Minnesota's heating up as well. Colorado's starting to like the West is kind of turning it around a little bit. Definitely heating up a lot more than the past fucking six months. Yeah. And now (laughs) you got like who's going to get the last two spots between the Isles, Pens, Florida, and Buffalo. Like it's like there's a lot of battling going on for the last two spots. I personally Mm -hmm. think it's Islanders and Florida uh, just because Pittsburgh seems to be way too inconsistent. Um, Especially with Jari. Yeah, and it's just, it's so hard. Like, you got to shut up the other night after letting in, like, 10 goals in four games. Like, yeah, like getting pulled and, and four who... times out of his last 10 stars and Casey DeSmith being an absolute Swiss cheese. <laughs> uh, fucking hell. You always get me with your fucking... Uh... Now what am I thinking of? Banter? References. 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 There it is. I don't know where you're going with that, but yeah, it's going to be very, uh, I'm excited to see how it, uh, holds out, especially even the West too. You got like Calgary, um, Winnipeg, you got a lot of, um, teams over there, like battling for the last spot as well. And I'm really hoping it's Winnipeg so that I can catch so a that game. You can while go and in. catch a game. Yeah. Oh, that'd be pretty fucking sick. Uh, I'll like. I'll pay whatever. I'll tap my crack. I don't care. I want to. I want to go catch a game. I'll make the three oh, and a half a playoff hour drive. environment. We haven't had those in tw- in uh, seven years. So fuck yeah. 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 <laughs> hmm. Now that's got me thinking. How much are Winnipeg Jets tickets going for right now? Don't make me sad. Don't uh, make me. I'll try single game ticket selections. Uh. Ooh. You know what? We'll go Nashville at. Oh no, no, we'll go Winnipeg at Minnesota. No, Winnipeg at Colorado. That'll be the the biggest price. Let's see. Uh, what section you think? Just just say a section. Um, upper bowl. Yep. Three twenty. I don't know if that's one. Upper bowl three twenty. It sure is. You're right behind a goalie net. Okay. Oh. 82 bucks. That's it? To go and see Winnipeg versus Colorado. But like that's in like the the upper upper bowl. Like you're 320 row 13. Dude, I get Canucks tickets for the 120 bucks there. Dude, that's that's and that's not a playoff team. It's that's like, fucking insane, man. Like against Colorado too. Yeah, like that would that ticket price would be expensive as hell, but I, I I guess it's relatively the same, but like Winnipeg's just a much more like team. playoff. Dude, here's one. Uh, one ten right behind the net, lower bowl, hundred and twenty-one. 
Yeah, it's not bad at all. I'd pay that in a heartbeat. Absolutely, row twenty. I mean, so like you're at the you're at the back, but it's like no it's lower so, bowl. I would pay the extra forty yeah. bucks to go sit there. And like I was telling Georgia this, I was like, I mean, I'm not necessarily going to take a day trip down to Winnipeg because it's not necessarily like a bucket list city that I want to you know spend a full day in. Very but, dangerous. But I mean, like if the game's at seven, I would leave at like. 12 30 because it's a yeah. three and a half hour drive get there for four maybe five o'clock and then just like go to a bar or something like that and like fuck it like kinda, day of it. yeah it's like at least like walk maybe like check it out for a bit but absolutely yeah no i can't believe actually how how cheap like tickets are like here's yeah. another one 236 you're almost like sitting in a box seat 117 bucks I mean, we'll see how much it is once playoffs come around. That's true. It might go up a bit, but we'll see. Oh, my God. I'm an idiot. This is in Colorado. <laughs> You're so stupid. Uh, no wonder they're so good. Uh, God damn it. Surrealist. Oh, you know what? Uh, but Winnipeg versus San Jose, cheapest ticket thirty eight dollars. Not bad. I'll take it. Yeah, we take those. We take those. Um, hey, do you have any news in the football world? Uh, the news in the football world is that there have been a, just a bunch of depth signings at uh every team. Uh, the more or less I think about the signings and look at them it's like oh this player signed with this team they were a former player from this coach who coached at this spot where they played and it's like the nfl is just such a buddy system you know what i mean it just it happens like seeing the the broncos sign so many new orleans saints players it's crazy yeah i mean like hey like Peyton likes the players he likes. Coach players like the coaches they like. If Absolutely. I'm going to be playing football, I'm going to do it for someone I know I'm going to love playing for. So I'll take a couple. I, I there's definitely a point where it's like it gets to a certain amount where six mil is the same as nine mil, and I'd rather pay with play with Peyton instead of Mike McCarthy. It's like, yeah, you know, like. I'm okay with getting the three mil away and then playing for a coach who I know I'm going to have a good time with. Exactly. So especially one that you've already uh, played for. Yeah, exactly. So I think like there's definitely like, I'm, I'm going to be very stubborn on this certain amount, whatever. Um, Like I want this no matter what, but when it gets to a point of like depth signings, it's like if I'm going to be a bench player, then I'm going to do it for someone I respect and someone 100%. who I know, and I'm willing to take either a few hundred grand less or, or a few mil. two like two million more to yeah. play for a guy who I know and love. So, especially yeah, I, I especially I, just with the vibe of like different teams and different cities. Yeah, like I totally understand the buddy system in sports in general. Like, you want if mental health is massive nowadays, and if you're playing for a guy who is treating you like shit who you have no real like relation with. And it's like, at some point this money doesn't even matter. Cause I fucking hate this guy, but you're going to totally. want to enjoy your time wherever you're working. Right. 
exactly uh, oh yeah other than that uh nothing really to really speak of uh ezekiel elliott was officially cut uh the team says that they'd love to have him back but then they just turned right around and they signed a running back i'm pretty sure so it didn't really fucking matter uh so yeah it should be interesting to see where zeke goes i think that was another april fool's one that got me um the eagles to the eagles yeah. yeah see that one just didn't make sense as well because it's like why would he go to philly they just signed uh the seahawks running back rashad penny yeah so <laughs> but like i think it I saw it, and I'm like, oh. And then I looked at the account that tweeted. I'm like, oh, okay. Even if it wasn't April 1st, I wouldn't believe it. It's like ball sack so, sports or some shit. No, it was like <laughs> X, X, Y, Z football. It's like, all right. It's cool. This makes sense. Yeah, and they bought <laughs> the blue check mark or whatever. It's like, I don't believe this for a second. Not at all. Um, But hey, so we're done with hockey news. We're done with football news, but we're not done at all quite yet it is our end of episode draft game this week and the masters are on tomorrow i guess speaking into existence if you're listening to this on wednesday it is thursday uh april 5th to right no april 6th to 9th right uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Six, seven, eight, nine. Yep. 69. Not bad. I can count. Is that good? <laughs> um, but I guess like the whole tournament in general runs a few days extra. Um, just with pre-tournament stuff going it's on. It's a whole week. Yeah, it's it's basically First like major of the year. It's like Super Bowl week, kind of like the whole Masters facade and everything like that. But exactly. we are doing we are doing a draft. Um I I love the Masters. I only really do mass like golf drafts for um the Masters, but we're gonna do one for every major this year. All right, buddy. We're gonna do one for every major this year. I like it. Um for this one, we are doing a seven round draft, my friend. Um, some few prerequisites, I guess, or some um uh, minimal things you have to hit. Uh we are branching away from the five round draft. We are going seven rounds today. Um, you must have a previous winner on your team. So they have must have already donned the green jacket at some point. You, we must have one live player, um, at least one Canadian, at least one Asian golfer. So whether that be Chinese, Japanese, Korean, whichever, um, you must have a European and yeah, that's all. Um, those are the minimums that we, we must should have hit. an amateur too. An amateur, sure. Yeah, instead of like a instead of yeah, because I put North American, but like I feel like anyone else amateur. besides those. Yeah, amateur. All right, I don't really know much of the amateurs, so I'm gonna have to do. Something I don't either, but I've here. seen. I think I've seen two or three. So, all right, I, yeah, okay, let's um, let's do. I guess heads I have are, a whole list. You want to send that over? Like, take a picture and send it to me, or something like that. Uh, or I guess uh, amateur. Yeah, yeah, send it through the chat that we're on. And uh, that's nice. You get to you get to scroll through, get to see them. I think there's filters too. Let's peep this real quick. There's absolutely no filters on this, so this is gonna be tough. 
<laughs> it's gonna be right. tough. Ah. Let's see. Can I search amateur? Nope. I just get. All right. This is gonna be interesting. Uh, heads or tails? Yeah. Let me just do this. All um... right. Hey Siri, heads or tails? It's tails. Wait, what did you pick? I didn't pick. <laughs> You're supposed to call it in the air, bud. <laughs> yeah, I was looking at everything. Fuck. Okay. Uh, do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Okay, call it in the air. Yeah. Hey Siri, heads or tails? Tails. It's tails this time. Ah, uh, fucker. I'll go yeah. first. You'll go first. All right. I like yeah. second. And we're just going back and forth. No snake. For a two-round draft, for a two-person draft. Exactly. Do you mind putting the list of, like, the uh, requisites that we need to have in the chat? Uh, Yeah. Or, wait, no, you texted me them, so I could just look at my phone, couldn't I? Uh, I texted you the photo. Yeah, okay. Instead of yeah. North American, it's amateur. All right, amateur, yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right. Um, uh, I can write down the list here. Hayden. Okay. So previous winner live Canadian, Asian, European, North American. So wait, can Canadian also count as? Can Canadian just be North American then? Well, it's like you must have at least a Canadian on your team, and then the rest can be like whatever. So like you can have. Oh yeah. Okay. One extra. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be well. It'll be seven. So it'll be a previous one, but like previous winners can be also a live player. So you yeah, can like bang oh, like two birds with two one birds stone. One stone. Kind oh, of thing, you know? Okay, okay, okay. Well, okay. I like that. I like that. Uh, then I, the first pick, give me Will Zalatoris. Oh, the first overall pick, Will Billy Zalatoris. I'm high. I'm high on him right now. All right, that is uh, that's very interesting. Very interesting. Um, I'll be honest, I wasn't expecting you to go that route, so now I that kind of threw me into a loop. Um, okay, all right. Um, huh, I'm uh, I think this, I'm gonna go with who I think is going to win it. Um, and I think he has to at some point, okay. Give me Justin Thomas. Really? 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 Okay. JT. Nice. Give me JT. He's, I mean, top three golfer in the world. You can't really, can't really hate it. Nope. Nope. Can't really. All right. You got okay. third overall pick. So I got just a standard. To, to bang out two birds with one stone, I'm going to go with a live player who also has one, and that is Dustin Johnson. DJ, not a bad pick. Not a bad pick at all. All right. This is hard because it's not like we're just picking people who we think we're going to win. We also have to meet like a criteria. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I am going... Hmm... Hmm. Huh, this is fucking hard, dude. I think I fucked up with that JT pick, not gonna lie. 
Okay. I'm going to go with a previous winner and uh, Asian descent. I'm going to go Hideki Matsuyama. Matsuyama, that's a good pick. I'm going to quickly come back around with who I think has a really good chance to win it other than Scotty Sheffy. Uh, give me John Rom. I knew I should have gone wrong. Fuck. Yeah, I'm also, talking, I'm butchering this right now. And he's European too, so uh, or he's Spanish, so I'm butchering this right now. You know what we didn't do last year? Someone didn't take Scotty Scheffler, and Tanner totally called us out for it. <laughs> I know. God, I like your team so much better than mine. <laughs> Okay. Um, DJ Singh is playing in it. Love that. So okay. I'm. Hmm. I'll go Scheffler. Yeah, good pick. Good pick. I'll go Scheffler. It's you can't not bet take the fucking best player. He's, in the world. Yeah, he's he's the favorite. Absolutely. I mean, it's just like picking someone like back to back winners. Like, how often does that really happen? Exactly. Oh, it screwed up. Okay, continue. <laughs> now, do you know what? I I don't hate my team at all. All, all right. right. Oh, you scared me. You scared me. Uh, damn. You got you got Hideki. Yo, the fucking criteria thing is throwing me off. Why did I decide? Absolutely, to do it's it's throwing me off too. Because so but, many okay. golfers are gonna be left off the board. Oh, a hundred percent. But I mean, that's why it makes it tough, and that's why I like yeah. it. So you know what? I'm going with I'm going with another legend in the Korean game. Uh, give me Siwoo Kim. See, it was between Hideki and Siwoo. For yeah, me. those are the only two Asian players I put on my list was between those guys because I wasn't it's... really thinking about anyone else. Yeah, no, you you really can't think about anyone else. Yeah. All right, well now I have okay. my last so... last two criteria to meet. It's a Canadian, and. A uh, amateur. Oh, I feel this... like there's only two Canadians to really go for. Too. <laughs> oh. Is there anyone okay. that's actually like part of all three? Okay, I got a, I got a question. Okay. No, it doesn't matter. There's no point. Australia is European. Yeah. Is that your question? Yeah. Yeah, 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 of course. Okay, I'm going to go Cam Smith. I knew you were going to go Cam Smith. I'm looking at him right now. <sighs> okay, okay. So let's see. Who do I have? I have one, two, three, four. And my criteria is previous winner and live. Yep. European, yeah. Asian, yeah. Oh, and Will Zalatoris is a North American. Yeah, so I do only have okay. Yeah, okay, I, that's I, good. I wrote down like miscellaneous because it's kind of like anyone yeah. not on the criteria. Okay, well I have three picks left, so this kind of gives me a lot to play with here. Uh, Tiger Woods, I'm sorry, I'll admit you're the greatest golfer to ever play the game. He didn't play against plumbers, <laughs> but uh, Patrick Reed, you're a piece of shit. <sighs> Louis Oosthuizen, for some reason, you're always in the Masters. And, like, the past couple of times he's done 
half decent as well. So like absolutely. You know what? I'm gonna go Colin Morikawa. Oh, great pick. Yeah. That's a really good pick. He he's also really into it, but he's a lot younger, so it just makes more sense. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Um just looking right now at the at the field. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I'm just Francesco trying to find Molinari is also a good one too. I'm just trying to find like all the amateurs. Yep, Keith Mitchell isn't isn't there like a Keith Mitchell that's part of like uh the fucking oh fuck what do I want to say the singing category of country. Or is it? Keith. It could be Keith Urban that I'm thinking of. Yeah, I think it's Keith Urban. Uh, is Mike Weir an amateur? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. Um. Okay. I think I got. My, I think I got my Canadian. So I just need a Canadian amateur. I I was trying to see if I could like, um, read up on any of the amateurs. Just like check out, kill two birds with one stone, but it's either American or Europeans kind of thing. That are amateurs, so yeah, doesn't like really matter. Um, so you took Morikawa. So I am going to go. Uh, I'm going Rory. Ooh, you know what's kind of a like throw off? Matt Fitzpatrick is also. Still on the board. That's tough. He's a good European. Yeah. It's noted. It's noted. Uh all right. For my Canadian, uh, I'm gonna go. It's really between Mackenzie Hughes and Corey Connors. Uh, they they could be either or. Um but there's a vibe that I like with this guy, and I, I just like Mackenzie Hughes. Yeah. And uh, I'll go uh, Corey Connors. Yep, it's good. It's good. All right. And then with my amateur, oh, man. Now, this is what I'm just, I'm at, I'm at a loss here because I have no fucking clue. Uh, this is a cool name. Mateo Fernandez de Oliveira. It's a cool name. He looks intense. Mm. He does. Uh, let's see. Matthew McLean, Northern Ireland. That just seems like someone who could just totally either win it or fuck it up and lose. Yeah. Like he could no be kidding. he could be the most plus. He'll shoot seven under or seventeen over. You just <laughs> don't know. <laughs> you know what? I feel like this guy was made to play just because of his last name. Uh, I see it. I'm not even going another way. Give me Gordon Sargent. Gordon Sargent. Sargent. Also doesn't spell it like how you think it would for Sargent. So. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I'm going. I don't know why, but I feel like South Africans are sneaky good at golf. Yep. So I'm going to go. Exactly uh, who you're going. I don't know how to forgive me for my mispronouncing it. Yeah. Breaking in my new tongue, apparently. 
Um, Potguider? Is that his name? Or oh, is it like... you're not going Schwartzel, are you? For my, for my amateur? I think... You said South African, right? Yeah. Wait. Oh. Ah, I see. <laughs> what were you reading? I thought, I, I don't know. I didn't know you were going to. Oh, uh, fucking hell. Don't mind me. Yeah, I had, I got JT as my miscellaneous. Hideki, yeah. my previous, and Asian, Scheffler. Uh, yeah, I don't know what was on my brain. We saved amateurs for last, basically. Yeah. Just, just don't mind me. You want to... You want an eighth pick? Should we? Uh... No, make it an even seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my list. I wrote down so many names twice. I wrote down Rory, JT, Scheffler, Brooks, and then I did Connors, Rom, and then Kepka. <laughs> and then I wrote down Tiger, and then I wrote down Tiger again later, and I wrote down Hughes twice. <laughs> Fucking hell. I'm all over the place the right now. Absolute bender of a weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Aldrich Potgeiter. Yeah. I wonder how you pronounce that. Yeah, I definitely butchered it for sure. That's a fact. <laughs> so, um, Hayden, you got Zalatoris, DJ, Rom, Siwoo Kim, Morikawa, Mackenzie Hughes, and Gordon Sargent. Yes, sir. As your amateur. I got Justin Thomas, Hideki Matsuyama as my previous winner and Asian player, Scotty Scheffler, Camp Smith as my live and European player, Rory uh, as just my miscellaneous player, Connors as my Canadian, and um, Aldrich Potguider as my amateur out of South Africa. So who was your next pick if there were to be? An eighth uh, pick. It would have definitely have been uh the European man himself, Matt Fitzpatrick. Matt Fitzpatrick. Yeah. I think I would go with uh Spieth or Homo. Spieth or Homo? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Also, that's not rude. Okay. He homo. says that yeah, he says that all the time. Oh yeah, I know. He calls his fans the homos. Oh, I'm not talking to you, I'm just talking to like Cancel culture. <laughs> no, I know it's uh he's like a big Twitter personality too. So absolutely, like I yeah. can just imagine the Masters, like people playing, they'll be following Max, and then they'll just say, "What up, Homo?" And yeah. like people around them are like, "What the fuck are you on right now?" And it's like, "No, no, no don't worry, he likes it." <laughs> oh, yeah, but guy. um. No, hey, this is a good episode. Nice, chill, laid-back episode. Uh, where can the people find you? On Instagram and Twitter, at Hayden underscore Barton. Boom diggity. You can follow me on, Insta- on Instagram at Jevin.Lefave, on Twitter at JevinLefave. Find everything for the show on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at LeftSideHeavy underscore. Subscribe to the YouTube Left Side Heavy and subscribe and rate us on everywhere you get your podcast. really helps grow the show. Um, good luck on any Masters bets that you make this weekend. And we will see you next time. Peace.